from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is the Thai Cats This Week with RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker. Hey everybody, great to have you with us for Thai Cats This Week. I'm RJ Broadhead, he is Luke Tasker, and boy, these games just keep getting more and more important as the season goes on. It's good to see you back, Luke. Uh, you, you weren't there for a couple of losses, so are, are you the good luck charm? We'll get you back in there for a win. We'll see. I think that I am. Yes, I, I am. The missing, I am the missing ingredient. I'm pretty sure about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the right answer for sure. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the standings and we're at that point of the year, I guess, with, uh, you know, four or five games left for, for teams and Hamilton's four and five. Montreal plays Toronto. So that game's happening tonight. If you're listening to this Ticats this week prior to the Ticats game on Saturday, well, we don't know the result of Montreal Toronto, but that could be quite impactful for who wins the East if uh, Toronto can get a bit of a lead. Ottawa, what's interesting is if somehow they go into Tim Hortons field and win this game, they're just a win behind Hamilton. You got BC on the West hovering around that crossover. They're in Winnipeg this week, so that's a, a tough spot for them. But I hate to say it, but this, this is a must win. You've got Ottawa, a team with two wins. It's at Tim Hortons Field where the Tiger Cats usually are unbeatable. Would you agree with that, Luke? Is it, uh, I, I know the team doesn't want to say it's a must-win because if you don't win it, then it kind of says, hey, we just lost the season. But as broadcasters and fans, we have to look at this as a game Hamilton has to win. You know what, actually? I, I'm not willing to go that far. I, <laughs> I know <so> it. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, you know... <sighs> If you if you're in Ottawa's shoes, it's a must win. They're they're on the verge of being you know mathematically out of out of this thing, right? And it's and it's a very long shot for 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 them as as it stands. Must win. The rest of them are must wins for Ottawa. I'm not going to go that far for Hamilton, but I believe I'll be very interested to see what happens tonight. Um, if Montreal uh, is able to pull off a win, you know, then uh, you know the Ticats. Uh, Chance and and sights on first place are still very uh, real, and 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 that chase continues. And if Toronto pulls ahead, you know you're almost starting to to focus in on that home semifinal and trying to trying to manage that. Uh, certainly, the certainly the pressure is real for the Tiger Cats, hundred percent. And I think that you know while they're not excluded uh, with a loss this week, I think uh, the morale, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think just the momentum uh, for the team going through the season will be really greatly would be really greatly impaired with a with a loss on Saturday. And on the flip side of that, to 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 pull off a win, or maybe you know, of course, I'm always biased towards the passing game. If you can see, if we can see uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli put up another big passing game, but then finish off that have the offense finish in this fourth quarter, I think that propels them into a great last month of the season. Um, so month must win mathematically. No, and not yet. You can't say it yet, but morale wise. Yeah. Th this is a heavy game. It's a game that the Ticats really should win when you look at it on paper, but coach O, he always brings things back to reality. He said the record has no influence at the coin toss or the kickoff. And, and he, he's right. That's, that's the logical way of looking at it. And that's how a coach has to look at it, but we can look on paper and say Ticats should win this tie breaks are in play. 
I, I think the Ticats have the advantage on Montreal, and they have one more game remaining against Toronto, and those right. two wins Toronto has against Hamilton were both by a point. So Ticats can win that game. Then they have the tiebreak on, on both teams, so that's a good situation. It's at Tim Hortons Field where Ticats haven't lost three in a row in four years. 2017 was the last time that happened. You mentioned the the big plays on offense, and Jeremiah Masoli talked about it yesterday. He's starting to feel more comfortable. He's got Brandon Banks back, his all-time favorite receiver. His second uh, leading touchdown guy is you, Luke. Um, (laughs) So maybe he might call you down from the booth. But uh, just just having that comfort factor of a a guy you've connected with so well back in the lineup, do you think that'll, uh, you know, Maya Masoli to have another big game? Uh, I think so. I think anytime you have anytime you have a chance to give Brandon Banks the ball, you know that's that's uh, a comfortable position for a quarterback to be in. And Jeremiah has thrown dozens of touchdowns to to uh, Speedy B. So it uh, would be exciting to see that again. And I like the way that it took a long time this season because of injuries and other and quarterback adversity and all this, all the, all the different uh, stories we've talked about throughout this season for the Ticats. It's taken a long time, but I like the way that the receiver group is shaped up. Jalen Acklin getting another touchdown in the, in the last game uh, and Braylon Addison being back and having some production in this last game. It takes a while. You miss nearly two years of actual football and, and dealing with different new injuries and old injuries. And it takes a while for, uh, to get back into the mix of things and Addison Banks, Ackland, the rest of the cast out there, you know, we're finally kind of seeing probably what was intended to be uh, the receiver core. Uh, uh, Bubba O'Neill said it earlier this week and some of the Ticat audio network content. Uh, it would be great to see Brandon Banks be back to sort of the best player in the league that he was in 2019 to sort of see some of that production again. I said it from the start of this year. I don't I didn't sense that Speedy B was off to some bad year or an off year. Now, the injuries are one thing. He sustained uh something that held him out for a couple weeks there and that's tough. The game is so complex. Brandon Banks is ready to make a play. He's always ready to 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 hit that extra boost button and be the fastest player on the field again. I just think that they they need a little bit of offensive rhythm to get him involved in it, and I'll be excited to see if they can make that happen, especially early this week. And he's going to garner attention from the defense as well if he's in the lineup, and that opens things up for Addison and Acklin and Dunbar and Tim White, a couple of guys who maybe weren't penciled in at the start of the year that have really solidified themselves as top receivers on, on the Tiger Cats. Oh, I'm, I made a career out of people covering Brandon Banks. So, so that's so hundred <laughs> percent. The, uh, the, it's going to help those guys uh, as well too. And, you know, that's what I mean. That whole cohesive, uh, the group design, the room designed as it was intended to be the receiver room. I mean, and uh, I, I have to think that Jeremiah Mazzoli feels uh, a better uh, preparing for this game, knowing, uh, you know, knowing that uh, Speedy B will will be a part of the mix. And talking with Masoli yesterday, he had the big game over 300 yards passing, and he mentioned the misses, the the opportunities that they had that just missed. He feels like they're close, and uh, thinks that it'll start clicking a little more. But that's just human nature to think of of what could have been, and you you for some reason don't think of the great things, and that takes me to the record the Tiger Cats have in the East at three and three and those three losses two by one point against Toronto and 
missed converts in both those games. So you look back and you don't expect a missed convert. And Montreal in overtime, how much, I know the players can't look at hindsight, but boy, you look at that and that changes everything. If the Tiger Cats somehow could have pulled those victories out. Yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, it's the point difference of like a soccer game right I mean how how incredible after all these after all these plays and all these quarters but I, I I there's something different about football in that those two points those one points those three points in this this is slight edges in all those games the Ticats had multiple chances to to put 14 more points on the board as did in a lot of cases the the teams that they've lost to in the east and you know those those it, it's it's not a it's not a story of one team beating the other and both teams play their greatest there's mistakes here and mistakes there and and that addition and compounding of mistakes and missed plays a loss is a loss you know it compiled and maybe the difference was only one point or three points in in uh, in those games but the Ticats are, are watching these this film and uh being critical on their own play and realizing there was there was chances to win the game left and right in most cases on Saturday, again, it's not going to be a case of who can play the perfect game. It never is. It's who can make the least mistakes, who can turn the ball over less, and who can build explosive plays. And I think they're primed to, to do that. Uh, I believe the Titans were up by, I want to say, 12 in the fourth quarter of this, of this last loss. Keep their foot yep. on the pedal. It could easily be. It could that game could have easily been a victory of by twenty one points, right? But oh yeah, statistically, it, it wasn't right? close for until late, and then Toronto started putting up some uh, some big numbers. If the Ticats start to start to have productive fourth quarters, I do think they will be the kings of the East at the end of this season. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Luke. I, I would I would say that they're so close and a couple of plays either way, and those would have turned into wins. But the fourth quarters are beginning to be a bit concerning. Tiger Cats aren't coming out and saying it, but teams are coming back late. They have been outscored in the fourth quarter in all but two games this season, and, and that's a trend that just keeps happening. And I'll probably bring it up in the broadcast when we get close to the fourth quarter, if it is a close game, that we have to keep yeah. an eye on this. But how do you clean that up? The, the, the team said we, we just have to make the plays. Yeah. Is it that simple? It is that simple. It's never easy, though, right? Defensively, the Ticats defense is, is a very, very strong unit. And in the fourth quarter, we've seen some, we've seen some times where, where teams have, have strung together not only – productive drives, but explosive plays, you know, back to back. Um, it's very difficult to do. And generally these teams coming back at the fourth quarter, it, it is a hard time to play defense. These effectively it's three down, uh, you know, four down football, right? They're, they're going to go for it on every third down when they're down at that time, you have a higher probability of, of putting a drive together when you get an extra play and when you're risking it all um, offensively to me, again, you're talking to a receiver. To me, I, I, I keep throwing strikes at the end of this game, lead or no lead. I keep, the, I keep driving and trying to put seven points on the board. And, and I, I, I think it's too hard in the CFL, that four-minute offense that we call it, where we're, you're driving down trying to maintain the possession of the ball and keep the clock running. It's a hard, hard offense to run, and I think you go. I think you start. I think you continue to aggressively uh, go for for touchdowns, and 
we'll see. We'll, we'll see. And uh, I'll say this too: the fourth quarter, yes, they had a twelve-point lead. You know, it'd be even harder if they had a twenty-one-point lead. You know, I think you just, <laughs> I think you pile it on there. I want to see Jeremiah Mazzoli really, really throwing strikes early and late uh, this weekend. Absolutely, and they're going to face a rookie quarterback, whether it be Caleb Evans or Duck Hodges gets gets in there, the the former Pittsburgh Steelers, so a bit of a, a fan favorite. Um, does that make a, a difference at all, a, a team that's struggling a bit offensively and a, a rookie quarterback in there? They've allowed the most sacks in the league. Should the Hamilton Tiger Cats be licking their chops at, uh, at getting to the quarterback and pressuring them? Yeah, I think they I think they should, and they probably are. And I, we brought it up in, in uh, the Coach O show earlier this week, the the phrase and the mentality of keeping a losing team losing. Um, I always liked that as a player. You sort of have this mindset of just, you don't have to conquer the world, do your job and continue the struggles that this team has already been having. You know what I think of the Hamilton Tiger Cats front four. I, I love watching uh, defensively. I'm, I love watching the defensive front for Hamilton play. Dylan Wynn is a scary human being to me. And I love seeing those guys up there. I think we're going to see some. I think we're going to see some aggressive, aggressive pressure early on. A team that struggled uh, in the pass protection and a young quarterback. I think we'll also see some cover zero. I think they'll. I think they'll. I think they'll make force these quarterbacks to make some quick decisions, and that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, new to the CFL game. Oh, perfect, Luke. We're, we're going to wrap it there because there's so much to talk about, but we'll save a lot of it for Saturday and yes. it'll all unveil itself. So looking forward to having you back beside me and it's, it's a big game. Can't wait. We'll see everybody in the stadium. Nice and uh, full and loud. Be a great uh, Saturday for football. All right. So we got you set up for Ottawa Hamilton on Saturday. Kickoffs at four o'clock Eastern time. Luke and I will have the call and Leading into that is Ticats pregame with Louie B. and Andy Fantuz. Hope you can tune in. It is a big one for the Tiger Cats. The Ticats this week with R.J. Broadhead and Luke Tasker. Like and subscribe to get their preview the last weekday before every Ticats game.